0: media day obviously focused on zion williamson and his injury but that overshadowed maybe the brightest spot for the new orleans pelicans and that's brandon ingram having another breakout season let's talk about it in today's episode of locked on pelicans you are locked on pelicans your daily new orleans pelicans podcast Welcome to another episode of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and now available on YouTube. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every day. We're free five days a week for you all. No one else coming to you like this, breaking down all things New Orleans Pelicans, giving you the news you want, the updates, the insight, the analysis. We're going to have it all as the season is Kind of getting underway with Media Day the, uh, on Monday, which was really about Zion and the news out there that is his injury and everything like that. And that overshadowed everything. We had to talk about it in yesterday's show. But I also really want to talk about probably the brightest spot. And that was Brandon Ingram, who came in and everything felt different, right, with him. He looked more assertive and like a leader. People spoke glowingly about him. He physically looked different too with all the weight and muscle that he's put on. And it feels it feels like he's kind of primed for a breakout year, which is kind of crazy to say after he has already been an all-star and already won most improved player in the NBA, but it seems like there's another level that he can reach this year. And let's let's talk about it. Let's just dive into it. There's no reason to kind of kind of wait here. So it started with David Griffin talking about Brandon Ingram, and the way that he really organized a lot of the team activities, he had said that after the season, he, he went up to Trajan Langdon and David Griffin and said, like, what what more can I do? And he talked about how he wanted players to come work out with him in Phoenix, where he was training this offseason, and they helped him do it. And they got about eight players there in Phoenix during the NBA playoffs, the NBA finals. To kind of work out together to start to build some team chemistry and kind of start to get ready for the season. In a year where, or after a season that just sucked, right? And Stan Van Gundy sucked the life out of the room. And look, Brandon Ingram hated him, like hated him. And they had to fire Stan Van Gundy just because he graded on everybody to... Kind of, you know, decompress from that for a little bit right after the season and then move on and get ready for next year and be able to kind of compartmentalize that and not necessarily hold a grudge against the organization or anything like that. I think that speaks. Very highly about Brandon Ingram and what he wanted to do. He was also very instrumental in getting the guys together in Nashville to go and work out and start some of the off training to begin, build team chemistry, to kind of get on the same page. Those little things like that can kickstart a team's year in a very positive manner. The year the Lakers won the title, they spent about a week and a half in Vegas. They're trying to replicate that right now, led by LeBron James, organizing some team activities there. Is it the end of the world if someone doesn't attend? I don't think so, like Zion, but it doesn't hurt if you're there. And I'd certainly like everyone to be there. And in Nashville, it seemed very good for all these guys to really kind of start to buy into the program and the culture that hopefully they kind of start to figure out this year. So Brandon Ingram really kind of being the leader of the team. And I think when you look at it, that's it. He's the unquestioned leader of this team. He's the guy that's going to get them working out playing harder and he realized it starts with him and he's got to do it and when you look at him he looks there's a different aura about him a different vibe about him if you will there's still kind of that same self-assured presence like cool dude who's very confident in his himself and his abilities but he looks and feels a little bit more assertive this year right he he always looks like like he's high to a certain degree and he still has that but it's like He knows what's up. He knows what he's supposed to be doing. And he's going to go out and do it. And that's a different kind of confidence than just, I'm a really good basketball player and I can make my shots. Now I'm going to get people to follow me. And he seems to kind of have that presence about him. And being there in the room with him, you could really kind of see it and feel it. And there's a reason why everyone raved about him in media day whether it was the other players whether it was Willie Green the head coach or David Griffin all spoke very glowingly about Brandon Ingram and yeah you could see it organizing those team workouts leading by example putting on the muscle and man there was a quote he said That I think is very illuminating for how he's going to try and play offensively this year and what the Pelicans and how the Pelicans are going to use him offensively and what that maybe means for some lineups and other things. So I'm going to give you that quote coming up in the next segment. Let's talk about him on offense. Then, the third segment of today's show, we'll look a little bit more at the defense and that side of the ball with him. But before we do that, today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by the Sweat Block Anti Perspirant Wipes. Man, just excessive sweating is an unfun thing. You can see me wearing the white T-shirt today because I'm not worried about excessively sweating through this. I've got the light on me. It's kind of hot in here right now. I'm moving, I'm animated, I'm talking. Sometimes I sweat during the show, but I don't need to worry about it wrecking the shirt because I use these sweat block antiperspirant wipes. These things are amazing, frankly. You use them once a week. They work for up to seven days per use, and it's simple. You wipe them on, you go to sleep, You just kind of do your thing. You wake up, you shower the next day and it just keeps working and you don't need to worry about excessive sweating. When I go to work and I have a meeting, I'm not worried about sweating through my shirt when I'm talking or up giving a presentation to people when those things can just kind of derail your confidence and all of that. You know, summer weddings, other weddings when you're just sweating through the suit and things like that, you don't need to worry about it with the Sweatblock Anti Perspirant Wipes. These things are doctor created and doctor recommended. And again, they work up to seven days per use. Plus, the best part dry shirt guarantee. If Sweatblock doesn't keep you dry, you get your money back. It's really that simple. They're that confident in it. And it's currently the number one Amazon bestseller in the anti perspirant category. So give them a try right now by going to sweatblock.com and you're gonna get 20% off. 20% off when you use the promo code locked On over at sweatblock.com, or you can get them on Amazon or at CVS. Today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is also brought to you by rockauto.com. Going to a chain store, it's going to be a miserable experience. You're going to go up to the counter. You're going to tell them you're make and model of the car, what you need, and they're going to look at their computer and they're going to go, it's going to cost this much, and you're stuck paying that price. For a part that you don't know the quality of, is it good part, bad part? Not really sure, right? You're just going to have to buy whatever they're going to, Offer you because they know you're kind of captive in there But you have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket on your phone So save time and money when using rockauto.com because they're always going to give you the most reliably low prices They're not going to overcharge you because you're already in the store. You're there. You're going to buy it So let's 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 kind of price it up a little bit They're not going to do that to you. They're just going to give you the lowest price guaranteed and give you price options. Whether you want performance parts or parts that are just good enough to get you around the city to keep your car running, you can find them over at rockauto.com with the best prices possible. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, new carpet, whatever it is for your car or truck, you're going to be able to find it there. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us? Box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com. All right, continuing to talk about all things Brandon Ingram. And again, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every day. And for your second listen, please go listen to Locked On Saints with Ross Jackson, breaking down everything black and gold back in the Superdome this week. That is going to be so much fun and a really special atmosphere, and I cannot wait for that game. Get caught up with everything you need to know with the Locked On Saints podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. So I said in the first segment, Brandon Ingram's got a different look and feel about him. And there was a quote from media day that I thought was kind of illuminating. And it was in regards to how much muscle he's put on. And he didn't, didn't tell us the specifics, right? But he's always been very lanky, but you could see it. He looks more muscular, which probably helps him kind of be a little bit more assertive. And this is what he said in regards to kind of the muscle game muscle watch here in training camp. And it goes, I thought it would help my game out a lot. Just the way I'm playing, driving to the basket, Taking a lot of contact, I want to be able to deliver the bo- uh, the deliver the blows. Being able to finish, being in good low positions, and being able to finish. It was something I just wanted to work on this summer. So this is illuminating for a number of reasons, right? Last year, and I've talked about this, I think he fits with Zion, but he was primarily kind of a jump shooter, I think, to a degree last season because the spacing was bad, particularly with Steven Adams out there. His shots at the rim were basically cut in half. He didn't take nearly as many as the year before, and I don't have it up, and I'm pulling it up right now, um, so bear with me here for one second as I pull up his shot profile. But that that quote, right? seems to tell me that he's going to start to get downhill a whole lot more and to start shooting at the rim more so than he did last season. I'm comfortable with him taking mid-range jump shots because his shooting is that good. But at the same point, this is a guy who last season shot 67.7%, 68% on 0-3 to three feet at the rim. If he'll take more of those, yeah, sign me up for that. Only 14.4% of his shots were at the rim last season in zero to three feet compared to the year before when they didn't have Steven Adams and a guy like Derek favors in and out of the lineup 24.8%. So cut it in half. Exactly. If he can get that back up into the twenties and shoot like he does and finishes at the rim, this is a good thing. But the spacing's not going to be perfect still, right? Like Zion, when he's out there on the court and healthy, he's always going to command a presence down low and a response by the defense. So by bulking up and knowing you're going to be driving into more defenders and the spacing's not going to be perfect with that, it's not going to be wide open lanes for you to drive, this is just going to make it a little bit easier for him to try and score this way. Meaning he's going to probably do it more. I like this. Get downhill and attack the basket. And what we also know this team is going to do is run the offense through B.I. and Zion Williamson a whole lot, right? Like those are going to be the two primary ball handlers for the team, not the guards. And Willie Green did say the guards, you know, in their rotation is going to be set in training camp and they're all kind of competing for jobs. So right now you don't really have a primary ball handler in the backcourt, but you have one on the wing in B.I. and one in Zion Williamson down low. Using Brandon Ingram a little bit more creatively, maybe more in the pick and roll is a way to go about doing this. So if he's going to be the ball handler in the pick and roll, knowing he can pull up and jump shoot if he needs to, but also knowing that he does need to be a threat attack in the basket a little bit more than he was last year and knowing the spacing is not going to be perfect. So to mitigate that, I'm going to put on more muscle. Sign me up as a pick and roll ball handler. Last year, he finished in the 75th percentile. That's really good. You know, they have also talked about maybe posting him up a little bit more, similar to kind of what they do with Zion, back to the basket, get him the ball, let guys kind of rotate around him and force the defense to account for the guy with the ball, move around so you find an open shot with good decision making, something Brandon Ingram is capable of doing. Yeah, that sounds good, but if you want to play in the post, you need to play with your back to the basket and body guys up, right, kind of going into them. You're going to need more muscle for that. So the way Brandon Ingram wants to play needed him to bulk up a little bit more. If you're just going to be that jump shooter, it's fine. You don't need to add the muscle on. But you want to get down low, deliver some blows, and get guys out of the way and know you can finish through contact because you're stronger? That's going to work. And that's what it sounds like he's going to be doing this season. So I'm very excited about the type of offense we could see from him. And look, when you combine that with the jump shooting and maybe some better spacing – I'm pretty, you know, I'm in the mindset that he could have a bit of a breakout year. There's no reason he can't elevate from 24 points per game to 27, something like that. Is he capable of averaging something like 27 points, seven assists, and five or six rebounds? It's not far off from it now. And if they're going to run the offense through him a little bit more, I think it's definitely capable that he does something like that. And the new muscle that he's putting on, if he's able to keep it right when you're working out, that's great. When you're playing a whole season and things are going, I don't know if he can necessarily keep it on. But if he does and he's able to be a little bit more physical in his play, it's going to be really good. I also wonder if this does mean they're going to run Jackson Hayes with the starters a whole lot. If you want that spacing to be a little bit better, you've got to probably move Valanciunas to the, uh, the second unit at some point. Whether he's coming off as your first like sub out like they did with Adams and in comes Jax to kind of just be a better fit for the offense. And again, vertical p- spacing threat. You could just lob the ball up to him in the pick and roll or something like that. And you don't need to worry about kind of a dump off pass down low. I think that kind of adds to it. And it kind of helps mitigate some of the spacing issues they've had before, even though you're still playing a five like Jackson A's. By the way, I was drilling some threes in practice yesterday. So I'm pretty excited for Brandon Ingram. I love the leadership qualities that he's showing. I love the fact that he kind of knows how he's going to be used this year and how he wants to play and he needs to be a little bit more physical in that. And so you know what? He's gone out and, do, uh, and done it. The other thing, though, that I think is going to be a really important thing for him, though, is defensively. He needs to step up on that side of the ball. And it sounds like it sounds like he's ready to do that. And I'll give you the quote that he said about that and what it means coming forward here from him in a minute. Coming up here next here in Locked on Pelicans, the uh, Wednesday edition of Locked On Pelicans. Before we get to that though, today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar out there. Whatever flavor kind of profile you like, whether it's like fruity, whether it's chocolatey, whether it's something, you know, a mix of the two or something more in the middle, Built Bar has it. If you're gonna eat a protein bar, whether it's before or after a workout as a meal replacement or just breakfast in the morning, You may as well eat the best tasting one, and Built Bar is gonna have something for you, plus limited edition flavors, special flavors. They have built bites just when you need a little something, a little snack to kind of keep you going throughout the day. You can get those right now over at built.com. I love the double chocolate, I love the mint brownie as well. Give me all those chocolatey flavors. But I've had the raspberry, I've had the cherry Barcia flavor, they're all amazing. And you can get a mixed box where you'll get uh, two of each of the nine different flavors, so you can find what your favorite one is. And, Man, the nutritional facts on these things are great: 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories between 130 and 180, only four to five grams sugar, or only four to five grams net carbs. They're all amazing. They're all tasty. They're all healthy. And you can get them over at Built.com using the promo code Lock15, and you're going to get 15% off. And this works every single time. 15% off every time you order over at built.com when you use the promo code lock15. So go give it a try, check out what they have, and find out what your favorite flavor is. Today's episode of Lockdown Pelicans is also brought to you by betonline.ag. And you need to get over there because Sunday and Monday were the two biggest days for bettors in the US in 2021. People made a killing. There were record profits given out. I'm sure betonline.ag doesn't actually want you to sign up because of all of that right now, but you should. Because you can also earn some extra money on top of already winning your bets. And Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Plus all the NBA futures you want. If you're feeling good about Brandon Ingram making a huge impact on the Pelicans this year, well then. Go get in on their playoff chances over at betonline.ag. So head to the website using your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up when you use promo code LOCKEDON or promo code NFL100. So whether it's football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Over at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. And BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. All right, continuing to talk all things Brandon Ingram today and the big impressions that we got from him at Media Day. And again, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every day. Don't forget, check out Locked On Saints as your second listen or Locked On Fantasy Basketball as your second listen as you're gearing up for fantasy basketball season. So Brandon Ingram, we know what he's going to be able to do offensively. It sounds like he'll maybe take a leap in that direction too, which is really exciting because he's a very special offensive player. Bulkier now able to dish out those blows. I like it a little bit more physical play. Play a little bit closer to the basket. Have that jumper when you need it. Force defenses to account for you more and bend them and create shots for others, particularly as a guy who's going to have the ball in his hand a lot. But it also needs to improve on the defensive side of the ball. And when asked what he needs to work on, this is the quote that Brandon Ingrid said, quote, In my own game, the defensive side of the ball. I just want to have a better presence, hoping that trickles down to everyone on the team. Have that as our identity this year because we know we can score the basketball. It's important for us to dial it in on the defensive end. Scheme matters for defense. And I talked about this on Monday's show, how the Pelicans switched their scheme about halfway through last year and became a top 10, 11, 9th best defense in the league once they abandoned that terrible, terrible defensive scheme that Stan Van Gundy wanted to run in the first place. But the other part of defense is you just got to give effort on that side of the ball. And so many times we saw Brandon Ingram kind of like napping on that side of the ball, not paying attention, missing rotations, and like more or less just not caring, not giving a damn on the defensive side of the ball. It sounds like at least according to this quote, that's changing, Right. Like he wants to come in and he knows that if, and I've said this a lot last year, right? For them to get better on defense means just the two dudes who are the best players on the team need to commit. Zion Williamson needs to commit and Brandon Ingram needs to commit. And if you try hard on that side of the ball, it forces those other guys to try hard. They can't take plays off when they see Brandon Ingram giving his all on the defensive side of the ball. They can't, you know, not care or not pay attention in Eric Bledsoe's, uh, you know, case if... Zion Williamson is always paying attention and just locked in on that side. And so Brandon Ingram's saying like, I need to be better about this. I'm going to do better on this side of the ball. And I'm really going to go out of my way to commit on the defensive side of the ball. He gets it right. He says, I just hope that trickles down. He can't make someone be a better defender. He can just do his job and lead by example and Willie Green talked about his leadership style a little bit saying you just got to go out and do it right like don't be someone you're not don't be a barker or a yeller or a screamer if that's the not not the type of guy who you are but if you're someone that can just go out and play hard and lead by example and that trickles down to the rest of the team Brandon Ingram is absolutely capable of doing it and that's not something he's done entirely in his career here in New Orleans or his career in the NBA but it sounds like he's going to start doing that this season it's also media day right They're all going to say the right thing. Literally everything at Media Day on Monday was the right thing said by everybody involved. But now it's going to come down to will we see it in training camp practices? Will we see it in preseason? I don't expect to see him play a ton in preseason, to be perfectly honest. So we're going to need to wait another month or so till we find out if he's really capable of doing this in games. Game one, if he comes in out locked in on the defensive side of the ball and continues that for the first couple of games, I'm going to feel really good about him taking a leap and making him more complete player. He's not going to win most improved again or anything like that. And he's an all-star guy. But when you really commit on the defensive side of the ball and let that complement your offensive game, he's a guy that could easily be an unbelievable two-way wing player that's yeah, almost underpaid based on what his contract's going to be and what the TV money could be. He could be so good this year and he's saying all the right things that make you seem, uh, make you think that he feels primed for another breakout year. And it's kind of weird to say that about a guy who won most improved, but he's saying all the right things. He looks like it too, most importantly. Now we just got to wait to see it on the court and see if that's actually the case. And I really feel very optimistic that he's going to be able to do that this year. All right, that's going to do it for the Wednesday edition of Locked On Pelicans. Thank you all very much for listening. Don't forget, to subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Tell a friend about the show. And don't forget to leave a five-star review with a comment. Helps keep this free five days a week for you all. No one else doing anything like this, whether it's on YouTube or on podcast form. There for your morning commute to kill some time at work, whatever it might be. So thank you all for listening. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nolajake on Twitter. And I'll be back with you all tomorrow.